0: Would you open God's precious holy word to Leviticus 20? Somewhere between 2 million to 3 million people are under the leadership of Moses. They have left Egypt. Egypt is now separated by the Red Sea. God has shown himself to be the God of Israel. And these people are God's people. God has chosen them. Therefore, he is making them a nation. As a nation, they are a nation who has, which has been formed of 12 tribes, 12 tribes formed of communities within those tribes. There are elders, leaders who represent those tribes and we saw in the book of Exodus that on a particular occasion they were allowed to come so far with Moses and now God's people are being instructed on the truth that they are holy because Yahweh, their God, our God is holy. This requires separation from the ways of the world. It requires separation from the people of the world whose cultures, whose various cultures are guided or, or possessed by demons. Demons. Reflected in their religions and religious practices. There are many things in that day that would have made them impure, that is God's people. The mandate from God is that because the centerpiece of their community is the tabernacle, the mandate from God is that they are to worship Him, and they are to worship Him appropriately. This requires dealing with sin. just it just starts out with the fact that people are sinners. So God gives them these laws, these instructions, and they are there are as, as many. Social instructions as there are legal and so forth. These are designed to keep them separate from the people, to protect them from the impurity of the nations that surround them, and for them to practice in their daily lives holiness, purity, separation. They are separated and holy because God, who is holy, has separated and has declared that they are holy. Now, these these laws are designed for that. <clears throat> that we've been looking at, of course, also designed, especially in the Ten Commandments, to make to make people realize that basically we are sinners. We have a, we have this problem that we are born into, it's innate. And so he gives the sacrificial system so that people may come in confessing, may come to deal with sin by God's design and, and way. Very important. So he's been giving these, these personal and social and community Instructions, laws, standards, and we already saw in Leviticus 18, God says, "You can't, you know, you don't do these things because that's what they do where you're going." Now we go way back all the way, even into Exodus, which the general setting is still the same as it was with Exodus. Moses receiving the law and trans, transmitting the the law to the people, the instructions to the people, and the Canaanites, the Egyptians from whence they came, the Canaanites, where they are going, practice these, these perverted ways that are born in their religion. This is, this is an essential uh, kind of, of worship to these people. They've, of course, been duped into this and It makes them unclean. It makes them impure. And it reveals that their culture and they personally are just of the basest sort. They are totally in the world. God's people are to recognize the difference. Okay, so we have these instructions, these laws that God gives. What happens when someone disobeys? These laws. Well, here are then the penalties for disobeying these laws. And and most of this goes back to what was said in Leviticus 18. First of all, giving a child to Molech. Now, these are community standards, these are national standards. God is saying to the people on a national basis, a tribal basis, a, a communal a community basis that these directions are for the community and the community is responsible responsible for policing itself in this thing we'll see that as we go along the order of punishment for what is given as a law is different from the way it was given First of all, giving a child to Molech was a horrible, horrible practice that the Canaanites were involved with and that Israel even became involved with to throw away your children. Not just throw them away but murder them in the most cruel fashion. Molech in history books is described as a strange looking image made of brass, later made of iron. Upturned arms and hands like so But the hands and arms were joined so that it makes a solid piece. The belly is hollow and has a big hot fire in it. People would bring their infants and throw, and this thing is angled back, throw the infants on the red hot arms of the image and the sizzling infant would roll into the fire belly of molech and the people were just crazed with happiness and and, and worship remember it all has to do with the fertility cult So it was It was a way for people just to discard children they didn't want as soon as they were born. Just give them to Molech and try to make some kind of religious action out of it, some kind of worship out of it. Well, of course, the law for Israel is you do not do this. That's what they do in Canaan. You will not destroy your children. Remember, This is a nation that is separated from the other nations. We've already seen in the laws, and we will see see it underscored here, that national life for the separated people of God is built on the family unit. God gives us rules on how families are to be put together and how family members are to honor one another and what is forbidden from entering into the family unit. Well, one of those things that's forbidden is you don't ever take the blessing of a child and destroy it. Give it over to a false god. So let's look at this. And Yahweh spoke to Moses saying, and to the sons of Israel, you shall say any man of the children of Israel or of the strangers who sojourn among Israel who gives any of his offspring to Molech Shall surely be put to death. The people of the land shall pelt him with stones. Now I want you to notice the order here. And it's very clear in the text. Stone him to death. And I will set my attention upon that man. And I will cut him off from amidst his people. Now, he's already dead. They've already stoned him to death. But it is so heinous... That God says he must be separated. Just take his body and get it out of there. Don't even let his body or his memory be a part of who you are as a culture, as a nation. Because he gave of his offspring to Molech in order to defile my holy ones and to profane my holy name. God has always invited the human race to procreate. It is underscored in the Psalms especially and in later Deuteronomy and other parts of the law, but it is underscored that children are a blessing. They are, they are a heritage of the Lord. The thought being that God's godly holy people would have children instructed within the law to teach those children morning and night from his law and as children they would grow up under the instruction of the law and they would grow up under the admonition of the law and of course they would be a part as they grew up they would be a part of the worship that would take place in the in this case in the tabernacle They would observe how God dealt with sin. Something had to be representative that was perfect. Something perfect had to forcefully lay hands on it. The sinner did. And then the sins symbolically transferred to that which had been otherwise perfect. And then brutally slain and killed. Its blood spilled because something has to die for sin. They'd have grown up like that. They were, they're supposed to have grown up understanding the horrors of sin. As God described it. Now, God says here, you, you, you do this. You're defiling my holy ones. And you're profaning my holy name. This is what they do in Canaan. And it is, it, is by, it is by demon possession that they do it. It is from the pit of hell. It is satanic. To kill your children for convenience and worship is satanic. There's no way around that. Doesn't matter what the world says. If the world disagrees... Well, the world is wrong. The world is always wrong. The world system always opposes God and his Christ. So, but if the people of the land ignore that man when he gives of his offspring to Molech, not putting him to death, I will set my attention upon that man and upon his family. And I will cut him off. And all who stray after him to stray after Molech from amidst their people. God says, You and your family are responsible individually to give attention to someone who would willfully destroy his child. This is this, in other words, every man who's the head of his house is a policeman in that sense. He is a a magistrate as well. He's a constable. He he is told in the law, do not ignore the person, even if he's the sojourner in a land. This may be his way of doing things, but when he's with you, he's not going to do it that way. We won't introduce this at all to our people. And God holds every family, every community, he holds people individually, he holds them responsible. You see this? If you ignore this. God says I'm coming after you. Can't do it. Can't ignore. Sin. Can't ignore sin like this. Okay. Then the people are always to understand. That God's way is always the best way. Because God is sovereign. And the person who turns to. That's. Uh, that is medium, mediums and, and spiritists, but they, the, the head of those had, had names. They were worshiped. Familiar spirits, wizards, you know, witch people. The person who turns to them to stray after them, I will set my attention upon that person and I will cut him off from amidst his people. You see this phrase quite a bit in this section. I'll cut him off. We've seen it earlier. That means. That they do not have the heart of true Israel. And they are not considered part of true Israel. And they're cast off from the people. You don't belong with us. If that's the way you want to do things. You go to Canaan, but understand Israel is coming to Canaan. You can't stay with Israel. You have no part with us. Cut him off. You shall sanctify yourselves and be holy, for I am Yahweh your God. I am Yahweh Elohim, your God. Separate, sanctify, make yourselves holy and be holy. You are different. So what if the rest of the world does it? You're God's people. You don't do these things. Because God says we're not to do these things. This is not part of holiness. This is not part of being separated to God as God's people to practice these things. For I am the Lord your God. And you shall observe my statutes and fulfill them. I am Yahweh who sanctifies you. They won't find separation to Yahweh any other way. And if you're not separated and sanctified to Yahweh, you're in a mess. Yahweh doesn't have you as part of his own. That's what it means. I will separate you, sanctify you, set you apart. Yahweh does that. We can't do that ourselves. But we also understand that we're different in the world. And what the world may do is not what we do. The world moves on in the world. But God's people stand, you see what he says up here? Stand in the statutes and fulfill them. That's like saying, observe my word. That's the same thing. This is my word. You observe my word. Fulfill what I've told you. I am Yahweh who sanctifies you. So, the next part then of of being the people of God is to understand that God is sovereign, and that we are to obey His. We are to obey His word. Now, there's this rather lengthy section here that give us the penalties, or, or gave Israel the penalties for violations of various stated laws, and you'll recognize these from what we've already seen. But here is the penalty if those things that were given in Leviticus 18 are breached. For any man who curses his father or his mother shall be put to death. He has cursed his father or his mother. His blood is upon himself. An undisciplined thug for a child disrupts the protocol of holiness. And cannot... Be made to be acceptable to God's people. It can't happen. This is pretty strong. You know, I have this one of the commentaries that I read, and I just kind of got sick of it. it this guy, and he was just talking about how horrible. You know, he talks about even he, he, there's there's a death penalty for homosexuality and all this kind of thing through here. And oh, he's just taken aback, and he said, he said, I really don't know how to address this insanity. Those are his words. In his commentary. <laughs> well, okay. This is Israel standing between Egypt and Canaan. Every force of hell energized through these nations who vastly outnumber Israel and surround Israel will be used to bring Israel under condemnation. They carry the promise of the Christ. Everything will be brought to bear from Satan and poured against God's people. If God's people lose the sanctity of home and family life, then it won't take but one generation for the whole thing to collapse and to fall. And there won't be a nation anymore. So this is the wisdom from heaven. You put that person to death. If he doesn't revere and honor the protocol of family life. He's cursed his father and his mother, his blood is upon himself. He's put to death and it's nobody's fault but his own. He was he was raised in the law He understood the law and still lives this life. There must be an example that that the next generation cannot live this way. Put to death. And a man who, (laughs) I'll tell you what, if I was an Israelite and my daddy held me by the hand and I was about eight years old and I watched some cool guy that's a thug get stoned to death, I'm going to think, I don't think I'll do that. I don't think I'll live like that guy. And a man who commits adultery with another man's wife, committing adultery with the wife of his fellow, the adulterer and the adulteress shall surely be put to death. Why? The sanctity of the home and of marriage have been breached. The protocol of lives of separation, the basic building block of the nation of the people of God has been stained and it has been, it has been uh, brought under a curse and so therefore the adulterer and the adulteress shall surely you see that it's very emphatic shall surely be put to death the sanctity of the home the holiness of the home the holiness of the family All of this comes under a severe and terrible disruption when this happens in the lives of God's people and God's nation. A man who lies with his father's wife has uncovered his father's nakedness. Both of them shall surely be put to death. Their blood is upon themselves. A man who lies with his daughter, his daughter-in-law Both of them shall surely be put to death. They have committed a depravity. Their blood is upon themselves. And a man who lies with a male as one would with a woman, both of them have committed an abomination. They shall surely be put to death. Their blood is upon themselves. They have any of these cases that we're seeing have severely breached the sanctity of home life. And God's order that God himself has established, it cannot be allowed to stand. It cannot go from one generation to the next. And therefore, it's the death penalty for any of these breaches. A man who takes a woman and her mother, it is wickedness. There's another way to to translate that phrase in the Hebrew, it is evil counsel. In other words, I'm not even going to talk about it. They shall burn him and them in the fire. There shall be no wickedness in your midst. There is this evil sexual conspiracy. And it's just weird. And it's wrong. It is so wrong. They're not going to just get stoned. They're going to get burned in a fire. I don't know if I'd rather get stoned or burned to death. I don't know. There shall be no wickedness in your midst. The very example of it shall be removed from the people, burn them up. Don't let anything like this stand within your generation. This evil conspiracy. It's, it could be translated wickedness or evil conspiracy. In other words, the, the, the phrase in the Hebrew means that they thought about it and they said, Man, this is going to be fun. We're going to have a big time. Mother and daughter with, with this man. And a man who lies with an animal shall surely be put to death, and you shall kill the animal. And a woman who comes close to any animal. So that it will mate with her, ye shall kill the woman and the animal. They shall surely be put to death. Their blood is upon themselves. Bestiality, incest, homosexuality. Adultery, bestiality, all of these things come out of the same Pandora's box, I guess you might say. Because in Canaan and in the worship of Baal and Asherah, his consort goddess in celebrating fertility there is no limit to the depth of the degradation into which those people can spiral. So it's all sort of grouped together same penalty for all of it kill them. This, this cannot stand in a generation. You cannot allow this. Bestiality already exists in our society in the United States of America. It's been about, uh, I can't remember if it was before I came here or, or since I've been here. In California, of course, a man wanted to marry his pet goat. You know, if you're, if you're that ugly and undesirable... And I'm not making fun of anybody, but go, but go find somebody who can't see too good and, and or something. You, you can't... You can't you, you. This is unthinkable, these things. This stuff is unthinkable. But not when Satan releases from the pit of hell... The tricks, of the tricks of demon worship. False gods. Demon empowered worship. A man who takes his sister. Whether his father's daughter, his mother's daughter. He sees her nakedness and she sees his nakedness. It's a wicked thing. It's evil counsel. They planned on doing this. It wasn't just, oh, I came out of the shower. It's not that. They planned on this. Evil counsel and they shall be cut off from before the eyes of the members of the people. He uncovered his sister's nakedness, and he shall bear his sin. In other words, cut off from the members of their people, and he he, he carries this stigma with him from then on. And a man who lies with a woman who has a flow. Her menstrual flow, and he uncovers her nakedness, he has bared her fountain. Now, earlier ugh, in Leviticus 15, which is not my favorite chapter in the Bible, this was talked about. And it speaks about how the woman is to be separate during that time and speaks of the impurity of the process. Then in Leviticus 17, the importance of blood. Well, you must honor and be separate from that which God declares is impure and you must also pay deference and reverence to blood as well. He has bared her fountain and she has uncovered the fountain of her blood. They're in it together. Both of them shall be cut off from the midst of their people. They're just not part of the group anymore. And you should not uncover the nakedness of your mother's sister or your father's sister. For he would be bearing his close relative. They shall bear their sin. This is a stigma of incest that will follow such people from then on. That means that they're not. They're ostracized in a lot of ways and they just can't participate in the community. And a man who lies with his aunt, he, shall, he has uncovered his uncle's nakedness. They shall bear their transgression. They shall die childless. They will have no inheritance. If they've had children, if there's any ch- child involved, it's taken away. They will not be allowed to let their family name go to the next generation. And a man who takes his brother's wife, it is a repulsive act. He has uncovered his brother's nakedness and they shall be childless. Same thing. So then the next little section here is a reprise of the theme of holiness as measured by separation from the pagan culture to which they're headed. You shall observe all my statutes and all my ordinances and fulfill them. Then the land to which I'm bringing you to dwell therein will not vomit you out. If these perverted things are allowed to exist and the practices are allowed, then the culture will fail, the nation will fail. They will no longer be a nation, and they'll no longer be able to defend themselves, to be able to defend their land, and the land will spew them out. They'll become displaced, they'll become enslaved. And you should not follow the practices of the nation that I'm sending away from before you, for they committed all these sins, and I was disgusted with them. So I said to you, You shall possess their land. They had, in the eyes of Yahweh, who created the whole thing in the first place, God is sending his people to the land that he has promised to Abraham. The people who were there cut away the figs and thistles and they made farmland and so forth. The land was sort of settled. They were given over to pagan worship and they became weakened spiritually, emotionally about every way you think of and they defaulted on their right to have the land anyway and so God says the land is vomiting them out and I'm giving the land to you but I'm giving you this law and telling you that you don't do what they did You'll wind up in the same kind of situation. Possess their land. I give it to you to possess it as a land flowing with milk and honey. Rich land, productive land, a land ready to produce prosperity. I am Yahweh I am the Lord your God who has distinguished you from the peoples. I have separated you. I brought you out of bondage. I sent the plagues. I destroyed the armies of Pharaoh by allowing you to cross the Red Sea on dry land, and then I just covered them up with the water. I have been before you as a pillar of fire at night, and I've guarded you with that and, and as a mighty cloud in the day. I have given you strength and And I have given you direction. I am the Lord your God, and I have separated you from all of the nations, and the nations know this. I'm the one, Yahweh says, who has done this. And I'm sending you to a wonderful, glorious land. And you shall distinguish between clean animals and unclean ones, between unclean birds and clean ones. Thus you shall not make yourselves disgusting through unclean animals, and birds and any creature which crawls on the earth that I have distinguished for you to render unclean. And you shall be holy to me for I, Yahweh, am holy and I have distinguished you from the peoples to be mine, to be my holy people. There is a difference between the people of God and the rest of the world. And it closes out with a final word regarding the mediums and the spiritists. And a man or a woman who has the sorcery of 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 a shall surely familiar spirits and wizards and shall surely be put to death. They shall stone them with stones and their blood is upon themselves. They're irreparably lost. Not going to put up with any of this Sorcery, this, this m- magic, uh, the, the mediums and, and dealing with the netherworld and all of that. God is sovereign all of that and God's people acknowledge that and they don't need any of this kind of stuff. God says when they're in your midst, you put them to death. And the reason for their penalty is going to be recognized. It'll be upon themselves. People will know. We'll stop there and be dismissed. Let's pray. Father God in heaven, thank you for the direction that you've given to us through this Old Testament law. Lord, it helps us to see your mind and it addresses issues today that we have learned are evil. Issues that your people, the separated people, the church, should be careful to recognize and should be careful to be separate from all of these things. Father, guide us with your spirit in these last days and help us, Lord, to shine your light in such a dark world